Welcome to AI Home Podcast, the first podcast for real estate resources and independent living strategies for the disability community. Why? Because accessibility is home. Hi, I'm Angel Fox, blogger, author, and your host. Now, let's begin. So today, I'm doing a real quick video in regards to some recent travel. As you can see, I'm staying in, in a particular hotel, so I've apologize for the echo, but I was on travel. And one thing I've always said when you are looking for what kind of modifications to do in your own home, if you are a person with a disability, aging in place, or you simply want to make sure that uh, your home is available for all stages of life, is if you want inspiration as far as something that you can touch and feel instead of just googling online and seeing photos a great resource for modifications is always hotels they have always been on the front line as far as living accommodations as far as housing accommodations even if it's just meant for temporarily for a few days or a week or two so i always like to suggest to individuals if you want to make sure that a modification will work for you or you just need something a little bit more inspirational than what you can find on Google is to go to accessible hotel rooms. And today I am at the Caribbean Royale in Orlando, Florida, and they're on World Drive. So if you want to Google that. And I've been very impressed overall with the modifications to the hotel as well as the pool. So one thing I have found in this particular room is that a lot more things are accessible that you may not necessarily get in other hotels, even if they say they are ADA compliant, because you've got to really look at the room, all of its features, and not just, can I get into the room? And also, can I use the bathroom traditionally is what hotels have really focused on as far as modification but here at the Caribbean Royale Hotel Resort is a lot more than that so what do I mean by that let me go into a few things that you may not think about as far as accessibility for a house or for a hotel room one is that the thermostat is actually lower where I can meet reach it in a wheelchair so for those of you who are new for my Accessibility is Home podcast channel is that I am a paraplegic, which means I can't walk, stand, or even move my feet. And I've been that since 41 years, since I was born. One thing that's really important is to make sure I can reach everything. And one thing, as I just mentioned, is the thermostat. It is much lower, so I can reach, I don't have to ask for someone else. So that is fantastic. Another thing that you may not necessarily think about is how many plugs are in this room. And the reason why I mention that is if you are in an electric wheelchair, like myself, I have a travel wheelchair when I'm on travel called the Airhawk uh, travel chair, and it folds up. Or you may have some other medical device that requires electricity. And if you only have two, three, or four plugs, that may do the job for your electric wheelchair, your electrical medical device that you need to charge up. But what about your cell phone? What about your computer? What about other families who also have a cell phone and a computer? So if you're traveling with them. 
So having three or four outlets can be very cumbersome, I think, for any family. Here at the Caribbean Royal, they have a million outlets. It's phenomenal. So the room I'm in, which is a rolling shower, the bedroom has outlets on every wall, including underneath the TV, which I think is phenomenal. And then on top of that, they have the standard little clock for if you want to set your alarm or just know the time. But within this little clock, there's actually places where you can plug in a USB port and just a regular plug. So that was fantastic. And they have two clocks. And another thing you want to be mindful as far as outlets, can you reach them? Is it convenient? Or is it furniture that might be in a way that your, your wheelchair can't really maneuver around or whatever device you may be using? Here at the Caribbean Royal um, Hotel, there's a living space in the hotel room that I have that has another TV a pull-out couch and a table, and there are additional outlets there. I am very impressed with the outlets as far as the number and the accessibility for individuals who may be lowered because they're in a wheelchair or even children as well. Another thing that I think is really interesting is the fact that uh, behind me you see the curtains. So there was uh, a particular shade or a nightshade to block out the light, and then you have the decorative curtain curtains that go left and right. Oftentimes, I can't reach the uh, pole to pull up the curtain or even having the uh, handle to move it left and right. So a lot of people don't really think about that. Another thing that could be a hit or miss is how the furniture is arranged itself in the hotel, meaning that sometimes there's not a lot of space between a wall and a bed. And so that may be problematic to me for a wheelchair user. Can I wheel around the bed, get next to the bed, and then obviously have outlets nearby when I'm at that location? So here in the Caribbean Royal, there's a lot of space, not just between the nightstand and the bed, but also this the corners themselves are empty without furniture. So if you want to put something away, like a, a wheelchair that you can fold up and put in the corner, there's plenty of space on either side of the bed to do that, as well as be able to maneuver around. I am always excited to, to see that as, as well. Also, another thing that might be a little bit hit and miss is if there is a refrigerator and microwave and a coffee maker. If you do have that type of stuff in your room, not all rooms obviously have that, but if you do, can you reach it from, from a wheelchair? Here at the Caribbean Royale, in the living room portion of my particular hotel room, I was delighted that the cabinetry underneath the second TV that's in the living room, actually, if you open that up, the ref- there's a refrigerator and a microwave. So they are at the waist level or sl- actually slightly below waist level, just to give you a framework. So I was super excited. And the counter spaces throughout the Caribbean hotel room, which when we buy counter space, the counter space underneath the TV, as well as your bathroom sink, any night dances, I kind of wrap into counter space. Are they at the level where I can touch it? And in particular here, there's a coffee maker and it was on top of the counter and I can reach all of that. So that's all those things that you don't necessarily think about. One thing I want to leave with is the door to get outside. One thing that sometimes can be missed is, is there a peephole at my level? Uh, I certainly don't like to open up um, 
the door with strangers. So that's something that is there for care B. That's something that can be missed in accessible hotel rooms and maybe within your own particular home. You might want to have a people or some way that um, you don't have to open up the door for security reasons. The extra lock, I can also reach on the exterior uh, door for my hotel room, uh, which can also be missed sometimes way above um, and also consider that for your own home as well. The one thing I do have to mention that's a, a little bit of deterrent, the door itself does not, the exterior door itself does not have a push button. Um, so you have to manually open that can be problematic. As well, it was heavy. I don't think that necessarily the door, but the, the mechanism that's attached to the door, that was preventing it from slamming in your face but that also creates a lot more pull. And that was a little bit challenging in my electric wheelchair. So one quick fix you can do is you can actually adjust that little gizmo and make the tension a little less. Also the doorways between each to get into the room, uh, as well as the doorway for the bathroom and the doorway for the actual bedroom. They're not pocket doors, but they are barnyard doors. The doors are cane and they could go slide back and forth. Now that's really a great uh, design tip as well as accessibility because if you have a regular door that opens out, that can prevent um, a, a space for you to be able to maneuver. Obviously you don't have that for the exterior door, but I meant for the doors within to the bedroom and to the bathroom. So that was super great. However, I didn't measure the doorways, but the space between the doorways it does seem a little narrow. I was able to get through just flying my air hawk. And I think technically just eyeballing, you probably could get through if you're using another electric wheelchair, like something from Jazzy or Permobile, or even a scooter. I believe you could get through all the doors. It just when I first show up, you got to be mindful because then you're not going to have as much space that I think you should have within those doorways. As far as how the general layout of the canopy hotel room I have, it's a little, it, it could be better. While I did say there's a lot of space to maneuver as far as furniture, I'm talking about the actual layout itself. So you have the living room space, which was phenomenal, but they actually put the bathroom sink out in the hallway, which is fine. And so when you look into the bathroom, which I have a rolling shower, it just has the toilet and then the rolling shower. And because of, of how you may have to maneuver, that could be a little bit problematic. Now, the shower, which actually, in my opinion, looks more like a wet room than an actual shower. And if you want to know what wet room is, check out um, my podcast that I, episode that I have with Karen. Wilson, and she talked about a wet room. And that was, I believe I published that in June of, of 2023. So please check that out. So it kind of, the shower, because it just has a toilet and a rolling shower, does feel like more of a, a wet room. So it's a lot of space to maneuver, but depending on the direction that you're wheeling, meaning it certainly could be a straight shot from the rolling shower straight to the sink. But once you have the sink, if you have a scooter, because remember the sink is in the hallway and the hallways were wide, but based on your direction, I wonder if you are in a scooter and you're coming from like the, the, the bathroom and then you want to take a 90 degree out of the bathroom 
in your scooter. I'm a little bit concerned that it might be a little tight. You might have to back up and get the angle correctly. I'm in the air hawk, so I don't have that particular problem. But I certainly wanted to mention that. I think it's still maneuverable and everything like that, but you've got to pay attention. Um, as far as the wheel and shower bathroom itself, plenty of space. Like I said, it reminds me of a wet room. The candy bars, it's even a spot in the corner where you have your towels. That if you want to move your wheelchair totally out of the way, it's a good space for that. I was able to transfer to the toilet just fine. As far as the wheel and shower or the roll and shower, there's pluses and minuses. One plus I really enjoy is obviously the thought a lift. There's something for you to step over. You can literally wheel strictly into it. But one thing I was really disappointed is that there was no bench that was attached to the wall that can fold down and fold up uh, for those who do need a seat because you don't want your chair to get wet or, or damage if it's electric wheelchair. So there was nothing like that. And I was really surprised. So I had to call them and they provided me uh, a bathroom seat. However, if you use those things, it can be very wobbly. They're not super stable. And honestly, I think they're really designed for people that can stand and maybe take two or three steps. And so you could just sit down. But if you are in a wheelchair, you can't walk us in. You have to scoot from your wheelchair to this bathroom seat. And that could cause you to pull it and things like that. It's not uh, connected to the floor. So you have to be mindful that you don't tip this. Um, uh, so I was really surprised that there was not a bench that was up against the wall, attached to the wall. So that's a major issue in my opinion. But some of the other pluses is that you, a lot of times I have issues because hotel rooms have the uh, shampoo and conditioners in these cute little bottles and everything like that, but you could maybe take it home, free advertising for the hotel. I totally appreciate that. But there's oftentimes no shelving in these wheel and uh, rolling showers. So where do I put that? And I could potentially drop my shampoo on the floor. That's a problem. Here in the Royal Caribbean Rolling Shower, I was super impressed that they have just simple bottles for each uh, a, a shower gel, shampoo, and conditioning. And these were actually attached against the wall and, and they were pumped, um, which is a lot easier than trying to squeeze a separate bottle. And it's also better for dex people with dexterity because you just hit the top because it's a pump of each of the shampoo and conditioning and it's attached to the wall so I don't have to worry about falling off and it was at a level that I could reach um so that was super exciting another great thing that I really absolutely loved was that there was a handheld shower which most of uh, uh accessible showers for hotels do have but they usually have the bar and the attachment go all the way up to the ceiling and so when housekeepers come they will often put that handheld shower at the very top, and then I can't reach it to pull it down. Here in the Royal Caribbean, it was uh, not all the way at the top. And in fact, it was placed at a location that I could reach that even if it was at the top of the, of the bar, I could still push it down. And I think the reason why they did that is also in the shower, they have a regular shower head at the very top. And there was buttons that you can use. It takes a minute to figure out to be perfect honest, but we could turn off the upper shower and just use a handheld. But if somebody doesn't need to use a bench and, and are standing, 
they can use uh, a shower head that's directly above them. So it was a very universal design shower as far as a rolling shower for those reasons. They do have drainage. I wish they would use a, a linear drainage. They just use one circle drainage. And so that is a little bit harder to prevent flood. But it, I think they thought about that because, again, the whole setup looks like a, a wet room. As far as the other accommodations in the hotel, the elevators were fine, fully accessible. But my hotel room was actually on the ground floor, and there was several of these rooms on the ground floor. So you don't have to worry about if there's a fire, God forbid, if there was a fire in the hotel, who's going to come to you if you're on the second or the 15th floor, right? That's pretty scary. Here at the Royal Caribbean, a lot of the accessible uh, hotel rooms on the ground floor. So I was super excited to hear that. And then as far as the pool, I did use a pool. They had two pools, two hot tubs, and they do have a accessible lift, which was very easy to use. And I was super excited. But one thing you need to be mindful is it's not a it's not a permanent fixture. So you have to go and ask somebody um, from the hotel to bring it out, which they were more than happy to do. It just takes a minute. And not every hotel individual out on the pool knew exactly what I was talking about. And also there was no signs, no information given to me to tell me, hey, we you need to request it. They do say they have these lifts on the website. But I'm old school and I'm used to it when it was permanently attached to the actual pool. And so when I first arrived, I scouted things out and I didn't see it. And I literally thought maybe it's broken or maybe they lied. They also left you alone. Sometimes they like to do it for you. And these people were very well trained and they just showed you how to do it, asked if you need assistance, and then they left me alone each and every time. So I am super excited uh, about that. The only other issue I want to mention is that this uh, resort does not have an airport shuttle. So you do have to use taxis. And Uber and Lyft are not wheelchair accessible. But there is an, a good uh, taxi service called Comfort uh, Taxi. And I highly recommend them to get back and forth. Although it's going to be a lot more pricier than using Uber or Lyft. Yellow taxi is accessible from the airport, but you've got to wait. And I always like to book something in advance. And so that's why I use Comfort, even though it's a little bit more expensive. So that's my review, everybody. And thank you for listening. Bye now. Horizontalhouses.com is the hub for all things related to disability home ownership. You will find my blog, this podcast, my book, and how my consulting services can help real estate agents or housing developers market and tap into the largest minority group, the disability community. Please help me continue this exploration of disability home ownership by connecting through my Facebook page. Remember, sharing our collective experiences will allow us each to lower the kitchen sink but raise the bar for disability home ownership. Thank you.